Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Malo LLA and welcome to the World in Sport from RNZ Pacific. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, a new chapter for the PNG Women's Rugby League team. The Manu Samoa rugby coach reacts to his job being re-advertised and the Fijian Indrua open their season in style. But first, the much-awaited rugby league test between Tonga and Australia has finally been confirmed. Mate Ma'a Tonga will face the Kangaroos at Auckland's Mount Smart Stadium on October the 20th, a week after the Kiwis host the world champions at the same venue. Former Kiwis and Tonga international Manu Vatuve, who's no stranger to Mount Smart Stadium, told Ravinda Hunia it's great news. It's a massive um, announcement, especially for for the Tonga community and for the players. Um, and I, I don't think it's only for the players and, and for Tonga. I think it's it's a massive boost for the Pacific Islands too. So now hopefully more matches for against the Tier 1s, against the Tier 2s um, happen in the future. But you know, hopefully this these couple of games will be successful and, and it will continue to go on. It's another great opportunity for... There are a lot of talented Tongan rugby league players out there who are now not only limited to um, going f- forward for the Kiwis. Yeah. So how does that make you feel knowing that you know the future of Tongan rugby league is, is pretty great? Yeah, definitely. Because I, th- I reckon when the, um, when the, the young generation coming up, they're always wanting to decide if they're going to play for Australia or New Zealand. Now they can... Um, they've got another nation they fought for their own nation and um, you know it wouldn't have I reckon it wouldn't have happened if like the guys are like Andrew Fafita Jason Tumbalola Jinko um, Michael Jennings and Dave Fostor they had a sacrifice of letting go of their jersey and coming back for the country I think that was a massive boost for them and then the young generation seeing them do that they'll, they'll be wanting to do that too so um, I reckon they, they played a, a massive part in, in this and especially for the game against um, Australia and, and, and Tonga, so I reckon that those, those kind of players kind of um, should, should be recognised because if it wasn't for them, I reckon this wouldn't have happened. So yeah. And how much does this say about Tonga, you know, as as a country and as a culture? I mean, to come together like that, like you were saying, all those players that have come together, says a lot about Tonga in general, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I reckon all the all the Pacific Islands will are pretty much like that. Uh, they're real passionate about the country and um, but I reckon the Tongan, Tongan community takes it to another level sometimes. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah, marching in front of Queen Street. Uh, Queen Street. Yeah, but twice. Twice. <laughs> but no, it just shows how, how passionate they are about the country and um, you know that means a lot to us and um, I reckon that's why um, you see a lot of emotion and some of the boys when they put their jersey on and and just how how better they play when they when they get on the field and stuff. So yeah. Do you think some of that protesting and you know parades and flags and you know all that stuff kind of maybe helped for this decision? Yeah, definitely. I, I reckon it did. Um, you know, just seeing the game, uh, the semi-finals against 
against England, how successful that was. Uh, I know it wasn't the result that we wanted, but um, to see the fans still there supporting, um, it meant a lot to the boys, and that's why I saw saw them fall down and cry and and, and emotion because um, you know, they're really passionate about doing this for the for not not for themselves but for the fans and, and for the people in Tonga. So yeah, that's the former Tonga and New Zealand rugby league international Manu Vatuve. The Papua New Guinea women's rugby league team are preaching the positives despite being outclassed 48-14 by the Brisbane Broncos in a historic trial match at the weekend. Playing their first match since last year's World Cup, the Orchids managed three tries at Suncorp Stadium against a Brisbane side that will play their first match in the NRL Women's Premiership this weekend. The former Australian halfback Jenny Sue Hopper captained the team on her PNG debut. Obviously, my first time representing my mother's country and um, a lot of pride and passion um, just to be able to wear the jersey and represent um, my country. Yeah, very big and, and again, just even honoured to lead the girls out there as captain. This is quite a unique thing, isn't it? Because obviously there's the partnership between PNG Rugby League now and the Broncos. There's obviously the new women's premiership starting off, so it's historic for the Broncos as well and what what seems to be this huge movement in women's rugby league at the moment everything seems to be going forward at a you know light speed which you know it seems to be a really exciting time to be involved yeah definitely I, I think overall just um, you know in um, in Australia New Zealand and Papua New Guinea and all the other countries where women's rugby league is just growing and it's just it's really you know with Definitely with um, Australia having the NRL women's competition come up this year, it's just um, really put it out there that, you know, the women's game is really growing and and it's a quality game and it's a really, you know, entertaining game as well. So I think that, you know, through all the countries, all the hard work with, you know, the World Cup and just exposing women's rugby league, it's just grown, I think, in, in each and every every country. You know, I, I know that in Papua New Guinea, you know, we've we've still got um, like a long way to go. But I think if it wasn't for Australia, New Zealand, and all the other countries that you know just kept pushing through and really putting the game out there in the test matches, then you know I think the push for for all the other smaller countries wouldn't have happened. So it, it's just just in general, just, just the game has just grown like within the women's game. So it's really good. And, and uh, Jenny, so in terms of the match today against the Broncos, um, obviously on the scoreboard pretty convincing uh, for the home team, but what did your team learn today from this experience? Obviously first game together, uh, we had a lot of new young girls come in, so experiencing playing against girls at that level and I think the speed of the game as well, but I'm very proud of the girls and, you know, we all got something out of that game and I was very, very happy that we, we were able to put three tries on them. So, you know, that that's something that was very... Our attack, our attack was we had direction and we were going with it. So we just came down to winning the ruck and, you know, that, that part of our game, you know, we're really going to work on it for the next game coming up and just the girls really put up a fight and, you know, even Papua New Guinea, the... um. The, the level of experience isn't like 
how it is here in Australia and New Zealand and that. But, um, you know, I think we did, we put up a really good fight and we're very proud of ourselves and, and what um, the effort we put in today, yeah. And and just finally, um, on on a personal note, you talk about playing for your, your mother's country. Um, you've obviously played state of origin. You've obviously played for Australia. You've you've played at a lot of levels. Um, what what was different about this for you? Playing for Papua New Guinea. Um, yeah. So you know, my mum is my number one fan. Um, and since I was small, I'd sit down with my mum and she'd tell me about how she grew up in the village and and that sort of stuff. So, you know, while I was young, uh, we didn't travel back to Papua New Guinea um, as much, but through rugby league, it's given me the opportunity to go back and connect with my family back there. So the <clears throat> majority of my mother's family is obviously in Papua New Guinea, and, you know, in saying that, she made a lot of sacrifices to give us a, a better lifestyle here in Australia. And, uh, like, I'm very thankful for that sacrifice, and... Yeah, just to put on that jersey. Just wanted to represent my mother out there and make her proud. That's the PNG Orchids captain, Ginny Sue Hopper. Samoa rugby coach Fuimo Ono Titimaya Tafua says he's still the right man for the job and doesn't understand why the position's being re-advertised. The former Manu Samoa player and captain was appointed to a second stint in charge of the team a year ago against the wishes of World Rugby, who refused to pay his salary. But after just two wins from seven tests, the Samoa Rugby Union made the decision to re-advertise the position. Fuimo Ono says he achieved the goal of qualifying for next year's World Cup and doesn't understand why he's now being pushed towards the exit. They say that the job's been re-advertised. is because of the World Rugby's process. But uh, before I start this uh, campaign... I was uh, signed. I signed a contract of two years up to the World Cup, but I, I don't know what this uh, means. What happened? But in case that they give me a chance to reapply to the job. Yeah. So, so when you say World Rugby process, obviously Samoa are trying to get seats on the World Rugby Council. Is is that what you mean? Well, I don't think that's a fair you know, process. Because it doesn't mean that the World Rugby will interfere of what we are trying, you know. The first thing I was trying to uh, is uh, to qualify. That's my, to, my, my first priority was uh, I, I was trying to, you know, qualify first. So now it's qualified. So I don't know what, what else uh, World Rugby, ILP wants. So and now we are now qualified. I tell you that whoever, whoever is coaching uh, our Manu Samoa, regardless of skills and knowledge. But if he does not gel, with, uh, gel well with, uh, players, with the players, it will be a worthless ex- exercise. When you were reappointed to the role for that second time in charge un- until the end of the World Cup, obviously you had to qualify for the tournament and you've done that. Um, so you won, those yeah. two, you won those two matches against Germany, but you didn't win any of the other test matches. Do you, do you feel the team has, has underperformed? Or do you uh, there feel are you... a big difference according to, the, to, to what the, our players, uh, you know, the way they played during uh, our exercise uh, before the qualifying game. We played well. Our preparations was okay. According to our last game in the uh, Germany, up until the last day of the, you know, we had our captain's run. We still have uh, some of the players being injured. 
We bring in uh, the hooker to play flanker. We bring out the lock. To play. We're trying to put together a good team for that last game. But anyway, we won that game. That's what, uh, you know. So my, 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 my second challenge now, I know, is to coach and, you know, to coach and win most of our games, uh, especially some of the games that, so that we can go back to the uh, top eight so, in the so, uh, World Cup. So, yeah. so, so you feel if you were kept on or if you are reappointed, you believe that this team will improve under your coaching still if you can get all for your sure, players together? For sure, exactly. Yes, for sure. Yeah. And uh, have, has anyone at the rugby union said to you that the performances are a problem in their opinion or have they told you that results well, are an issue? Uh, I'm not sure where they base this decision. But, you know, I was trying the best I can do, you know, being, uh, putting together a team. It's not a. It's not an easy job, as you know. That uh, you know, it's uh, less than a year for the World Cup. So we need to uh, stick on, uh, especially our players. You know, most of our professional players at the moment, they they already put ahead their program and uh, our criteria of selection. I need to select some of the good players from the IGM Super Rugby and all the professional players in Europe. And uh, Fui, do you believe that the current playing squad was supportive of you as coach? Oh, for sure, for sure, yes. You, you talked about um, you know world rugby's influence, and obviously your appointment last year was controversial because there were suggestions that world rugby did not approve of that appointment and that they refused to pay for your salary. Do you think that yes. our th- union, our union paid me? So the do, world rugby didn't pay me. So. You know, whatever happens, that they say that uh, you know to go back to the process, and uh, then uh, if, it, if it comes, uh, the result of the interview will comes back to me, then uh, they're gonna pay me. That's what uh, they offer. So, so considering World Rugby does not want to pay for your salary, and considering the yes. un- and considering the union has now chosen to uh, re-advertise for the job, it seems to be a pretty clear indication that that you're not going to get it again. Would that be fair to say? No, I'm not. No, 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 no. As you, as you know, that the job's being re-advertised and it result speaks for it, for itself. But uh, I tell you that whatever is happening, we'll uh, wait till the end of this week. So, so you're still considering whether you will reapply for the job? Well, at the moment, I'm not uh, finalising it. I'm still thinking of it. When do you think you'll make that decision? By next uh, three days time. Okay, but from what you've just been te- from what you've just been telling me now about the job and about the players, it, it sounds like you would still love the job. You would still love to take the team to the World Cup. Oh yes, yes, that's that's what uh, my contract uh, when I first signed. So, considering that you are passionate about the team and that you do want them to do well and you believe you can do the job, why why would you not reapply? As I said, that I'm still thinking of it. Yeah, I'm still thinking of it. But I tell you the truth that if I got the job, then uh, it will be a big change towards the results. When you say there will be a big change in results, why will that be the case? Because, yes, you know that I've been involved in the for many years. <laughs> you know, I, I was playing, I was a player, I was a captain of the side, so I know exactly what I'm talking, talking about. That's the incumbent Manu Samoa rugby coach, Fuimo Ono Titimaya Tafua. The Fijian and Drua have gone top of the Australian National Rugby Championship after thrashing the Melbourne Rising 40 points to 17 in their season-opening clash in Nasori. Coach Senarusi Vakula says the result is a huge boost for their local players. It shows a lot of uh, 
confidence for the players into coming into this competition because uh, the competition here in Fiji is not uh, uh, so strong. And uh, this goal is to lift uh, to another level and playing against uh, a lot of Super Rugby players on Saturday. That's uh, credit to us. And now they know now that they will be playing a tough competition uh, from now on. And then there will be another uh, tougher game again uh, this Saturday. Yeah, I mean, basically every team you play against has some Super Rugby players. Some of them have quite a lot. So considering your team obviously technically doesn't have any, um, you know, what what does that say about your players and, and their ability to, to play Super Rugby? Uh, it shows them that impossible is nothing. Uh, if, if, they, if they have the right environment and, and lift their game and they consider themselves uh, that uh, they can play to this level and... Uh, and for them uh, playing on uh, on Saturday, it gives them a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence to to play against this team. As they, as you say, they will be a super rugby players. They will be playing against uh, week in and week out. Now you come up against a Brisbane City side this weekend in your second match. Um, they obviously had a loss to the Western Force, who are you know very strong and and still have a strong core of sort of you know a number of super rugby players. Um, Brisbane City, I think, have Quade Cooper and they've got Carmichael Hunt. So, as well as Super Rugby players, they've got some pretty high-profile ones that that have some, you know, really serious uh, international experience. It is. It is. Uh, it's another week to prepare well. And, and the main thing for us coaches is to do the process well for this week. Uh, especially this year, there's a lot of uh, changes in how we train. And uh, we much we always march into camp this year on on Wednesday, and Monday and Tuesday they do their normally their normal DT uh, daily training. And that's something new for them uh, uh, coming into this year's uh, uh, NRC. Because last year, they always uh, in camp on from Monday till the game day. So that's something new for them. And everyone has been preparing well and everyone fighting for position, especially uh, Brisbane City. After loss last week, they'll become stronger this week. And we just need uh, to forget about last week's game and focus for this week. And in terms of that preparation and, and changing around how you plan your week, what was the reason behind that? Just to give them more self-discipline on how they train, because normally here in Fiji they train, they, they go to camp every week. They go to camp uh, every week uh, from Monday to, to Saturday. So I'm just changing that uh, so that they, the boys can show some more uh, motive from them that they really want to, they want to really come into camp and, and and prepare themselves rather than just be in camp and rely on everything to be done for them. And um, what what pleased you the most uh, about the performance in Rossi and where do you still th- think there needs to be the most improvement from your players? Uh, what impressed me on Saturday was our defence. Uh, we really defence well, uh, but uh, areas to work on is giving away penalties, giving away penalties and, and our, sit, our set pieces like Leonard and we still need to work on that because uh, we will be playing against more stronger forwards and taller taller players from uh, from Australia. And uh, obviously we're only one week in, but technically you're top of the standings. <laughs> that, that's, a, uh, that's a plus for us, especially our first two games. It's a home advantage and uh, that's, that's a big bonus for us. So we have to make use of this two home game before we fly out uh, next week to Queensland. That's the Fijian and Druid rugby coach, Senarusi Siravakula. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening.
Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.